Well, it's the shoot bros. <laughs> Big bad shoot bros tonight, y'all. That's right. We're here. We're big. We're bad. Uh, we've been through war, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, of course, we are the Shoot Brothers Podcast, the only wrestling podcast hosted by myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd, and Cameron Brother Osborne. Yeah! <laughs> Beautiful <laughs> intro. Beautiful Paul White intro. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it is a big show. It's a big show today. Isn't this also, is this 250? This is episode 250 here of the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. Wow, Mike. Did you ever think <laughs> so that very we fitting. Did you ever think that we could uh did you ever think that we could make it this far? Um I mean, I knew we had the ability. It's just a matter of circumstance. You know, putting, you know, setting the time aside uh to do so and exactly. and and co- collecting all the pertinent data and information that has to happen for us to leave yeah. mike i think i've lived at three different places uh since we've actually done this podcast uh when i when i think about the i think, er- I think about the maybe early even four maybe actually no probably three. three definitely but but that uh yeah. that that place i lived on in spadina that was so short-lived yeah you know those were an early yeah. early early you were definitely days watching wrestling at that point Yes, yes. The early days, I think of a uh, gosh. Remember early on in the show when we would just have we'd have Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you go back in the archives, we probably have a show that's under an hour at some point. <laughs> that's exactly it. Where we kind of like one cohesive little bit of professional wrestling, and then it's like. Ah, we can wipe our hand yeah. clean, but no, not anymore. Because just like the show has evolved, the professional wrestling world has evolved with us. We, we've evolved together from the many iterations of NXT. Of course, the creation of AEW, <laughs> the trips over to Japan as the uh, as the wrestling world continues to evolve and and broaden. So does the scope of the show. That's true. Yeah, I think that's what really the, the the biggest testament that I can think of. Uh, I can't wait for another 250 more. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I guess you know now you you know 500 is really that next mile. We can celebrate the hundreds, of course. Yeah. Uh, as we yeah. go, but you know, like th- two 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 uh, 250 sounds better than 350. Certainly. Does that, does that yeah. make sense? I think after think, 250, you just go by hundreds. Yeah, and yeah. And, you know, the five's the big one, but even like 600, you're like, yeah, what's that? You know, keep trying. <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, we, we'll, conti- we'll continue to achieve these milestones as as the professional wrestling world uh, grows. It really will. It doesn't stop. It does not stop. So let's get into this edition of the podcast uh, the way that we always do, which is by crowning a brand new uh, Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. <laughs> tweet of the Week champion goes to, and uh, this is surprisingly, after I searched the data, goes to first time. Tweet of the Week champion, Jim Cornette. I don't know how this man has slipped. Like we said, 250 episodes. I don't know how this man has slipped through the radar like this. Yeah, damn. damn. Very, uh... Right, you, you you think presence. you you think he would be up there with with you know with the likes of Randy Orton and uh, and Punk and all them, but no. 
Um, he was recently uh, taken uh, to responding to a uh, former, actually, one-time uh, Tweet of the Week champion, uh, Glenn Jacobs, Kane. The uh, what is he? The yeah. mayor of no- what, Knoxville, Tennessee, or something like that. Yeah, Knox County, man. Knox County, uh, who wanted to bring to everyone's attention uh, in his tweet uh, that 94% of public mass shootings in the U.S. occur in gun-free zones. To what? <laughs> okay, you know, he wanted to let us know. To what Jim Cornette responded, and 100% of them are the fault of gutless elected officials like you who pander to the right-wing hillbillies instead of acknowledging the insanity of our gun quote laws and doing something to severely restrict access to them. So fuck off with your mega horseshit, Glenn. Hashtag fuck the NRA. <laughs> That's the type of uh, see. Those are the types of things we want to be hearing out of Jim Cornette's mouth. It's it's one of those yeah. it's one of those funny things when somebody can be a crazy person, but then uh, and it, you know an, an ethical kind of political issue comes up, and they're they're very much the side that you don't think they might necessarily be on. Yeah, I mean, just if you didn't know, I mean, just. What you see of Cornette, you would guess he's a fucking far right lunatic, but he's the and, opposite. Yeah, just you, you hear him talk even, and you're like, yeah, you're crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you you feel like he just looks like a God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, but you, you know, then you then you hear what he actually has to say, and uh, he proves you wrong. Jim Cornette, one time two league champion. Uh, you're on the radar, though, bud. You know, I mean, like we said, surprising. Only one-time champion, which is crazy. Yeah, I would not have guessed that. But now, uh, now, now that you're a part of the, you know, it's it's kind of like being in the main event scene of uh, <laughs> for a professional wrestler. Like you're you're in that main event scene for a little while, you know. Yeah. Until you're you're you will always kind of be in the mix there until something finally happens. Uh, congratulations, Jim Cornette. So let's get into the show. Uh, Mike, you brought it off early on. We went to war, and I definitely I, – I, I was going to start off singing um, Destiny's Child Survivor, but I think that's – I think we've done that before. <laughs> I think we've actually done that before yeah, here on the well, show. I, mean, I think we've also done uh, Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. I just think this this many uh, this many editions in, uh, we've covered everything there is, ever, all the puns that we can think about, uh, because this past weekend, uh, we had Survivor Series. I will survive. Review. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> Getting in a yeah. new one. Just on time, live, um, live from Chicago. This is one of the big five, folks. We know, we know this. Survivor Series, yeah. one of those big four to big fives. And you know, I think, you know, we always talked about for a couple of years there it was kind of losing its luster with the the red and blue T-shirts and the four storylines, brand warfare. But uh, you know, bringing back war games or bringing it to the main roster has really given it the the kick in the ass it needs. I think. Yeah, giving it uh, some, something special to do. Of course, we remember the Bloodline was there before. I recall, remember the year where uh, NXT was involved? That was also pretty cool. That 20, uh, it was 2019, yeah, 2019, 2019, like that. Yeah, that was also, you know, yeah. that, that, that flipped that idea on its head. A little bit different, but yeah, Mike. I we remember those years of Triple H wearing the sleeveless raw T-shirt. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, fucking who else is gonna be there? 
fucking Braun. I mean, they all were Corbin. They all were Corbin. Yeah. Anyways. 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 As you said, live from Chicago, it's War Games. So let's start right off with the women's War Games match. You got Team Bianca with the Captain Bianca, Shotzi, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch taking on Damage Control with Bailey, Eosky, Kyrie Sane, and Asuka. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the nice touch, Damage Control, they all come out each wearing their own individual styled Asuka mask. Their own unique design, which love know, it. Always love coordination. We love the coordination. <laughs> Taking a little hint out of the uh, that that trio's uh, the the Adam Copeland Darby Sting trio. Each each of you take a little bit of your own things and throw yeah, it into yeah. the same thing. It's always fun. But yes, this is War Games, so the teams are out. Uh, three members from each team goes into their little shark cage, and then inside the ring, we've got the double ring, the double cages. Bailey and Becky Lynch start things off, and they're just slugging, slamming each other into the cage. Uh, we even got some new camera angles this year, where there was like cameras set up in the four corners, kind of thing, a little security camera vibe. Yeah, and to to remove the the necessity of the guy who's there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tucked at away at least one of them. Yeah. So, anyways, they fight for five minutes. Uh, we get our first entrant. Shotzi comes down. She joins the match. On the way, she stops, grabs a bunch of chairs and a trash can from under the ring. Uh, but this crowd, the only thing they wanted to see was tables. Anytime someone comes out and Anytime anybody grabbed anything, else, they, it was... Yeah. They would boo if it wasn't a table. But, like, come on, guys. We all know we're getting tables. Well, obviously, we're going to get a table. Uh, <laughs> come on. And a table's like the least painful thing to go through. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I pop for it, but... I mean, yeah, go, tables go are cool, but, like, unless we're building, like, the table of tables. Yeah, a double stack you know? off the top, but... You know, I'd rather go through a table than get hit with a chair, probably. It's probably less painful. I bet. There's more... The surface area. I'd even yeah, say maybe... I, the I, table I, breaks your fall a bit. Yeah. I would say, you know, like a, 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 a tough kendo stick might actually hurt more. Well, yeah. We've all seen the welts. Mm -hmm. but, Bianca uh, Belair's so hair. Anyways, Never mind. Yeah. We'll see that very soon. But Shotzi <laughs> comes out swinging. She's got the chair. She, like, sets it up, runs, jumps off of it. It's a big senton onto Bailey. Uh, the clock ticks down. We get EL Sky coming in next. Uh, Mrs. War Games herself, as I'm going to call her. Wow. She's been in all five women's War Games matches. and That's enough. That's uh, got to be enough to be to be good to, to have the dub. I mean, that's a 100% record. No one else can claim that. Wow. And, uh, yeah, always steals the show. We'll see some big stuff from her. But uh, she stops on the way. She grabs a big giant chain, brings it into the ring. Uh, and then the clock ticks down. Bianca Belair is out next. We're rocking the double braid today. Uh, very cool. And as you alluded to earlier, she puts that to use. Just starts whipping people around. And always love when you hear the whoosh, the crack of that. Yeah, the little <coughs> bit of, of the little reed that they definitely put in her hair. So it makes that little bit of a snap <laughs> sound. Yeah, I mean, if they do, I know Sasha Banks, she got fucked up from this whip. Uh, uh, of course, yeah, we've it. seen it. But, uh, so, anyways, yeah, she's in the ring. Clock ticks down. Kyrie Sane's up next. Uh, yeah, she goes under the ring, and she pulls out a trash can lid. 
which is probably the most disappointing of all. Uh, just the lid on its own. <laughs> just the lid. At but, least uh, bring yeah. out. I think bringing out trash would be more exciting. Filling, <laughs> throwing trash all over the ring. Yeah, but the funny thing is, I think this lid did the most damage of the whole match because Kyrie at one point just smacked Shotzi in the side of the face, and you could see some little cuts there. And uh, so it's legit. But uh, yeah, damage control. They grab a bunch of chairs, they pile them on top of Shotzi. Kyrie bounces off the ropes. EO launches her into the air. She does the insane elbow onto the chairs, onto Shotzi. So that was big bump there. Big bump. Uh, then Charlotte Flair is the next one out. Comes in, dishes out a bunch of chops, picks up EO and hits a wicked power bomb into the cage. Little EO just like slams in the cage, falls down hard between the ropes. <laughs> I love the body there. folded over, fall down. Yeah, <laughs> just like through the ropes, <laughs> fold like an accordion. Uh, and then Charlotte goes to the top rope, hits a double natural selection. Uh, then EO scales her way up to the top of the cage. She's got that big long chain she brought in earlier. She throws the chain down, dangles it to uh, Dakota Kai standing on the outside who pulls out a trash can but this one's got a handle on it so she hooks the chain to the handle uh eo hoists the trash can up to the top of the cage and i think we know where this is going uh eo stands up puts the trash can over her head and jumps off hitting a blind crossbody off the cage onto everyone in the ring uh huge moments yeah, amazing spot. We saw it once in NXT, but I'm sure this is way bigger, way bigger crowd. Um, yeah, I mean that when she did it the first time, that was my shooty award for spot of the year. So wow, just as awesome seeing it here again. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so that was great. Everyone's down. We get the big overhead bird's eye view shot as the clock ticks down again. Oscar comes out. She pulls out a kendo sticks. Uh, fire extinguisher and then finally she gives the fans what they want pulls out the table uh, so she's the last one to enter the bell officially rings and uh, yeah crowds just loving everything in this match chanting this is awesome uh, yeah we get the kendo sticks people getting beaten around the big chain Bianca and Becky get tied up and then all four damage control hit them with a quadruple drop kick uh Shotzi and Asuka start climbing the cage. Asuka sprays Shotzi with the blue mist. Um, and then Charlotte, she has her big moment. She climbs up to the top of the cage and hits a moonsault off the cage onto everyone below. Uh, Io looked like she got fucking nailed in the head by Charlotte's knee. I think she but... got a kneecap to the eyeball. <laughs> or the eye socket, yeah, even worse. <laughs> but uh, hopefully she's okay. Yeah, I'm sure she's fine, but damn, that moonsault was pretty as hell. Yeah, spectacular. Yeah, uh, one of the best in the game. One of. Not the prettiest moonsault, Amber. Well, not well. it's not technically the prettiest moonsault. <laughs> not technically or officially or anyways. Uh, and then Becky and Charlotte start teaming up. They hit a big double suplex, a double powerbomb. They've had tension all week, but they're fired up. They embrace. They share a hug. The crowd pops. We know the tumultuous relationship these former friends have had. And, you know, war brings people together. So, here you go. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. The the war. That's a good point. You know, you have. Uh, give me a classic example, Mike. Give me a classic example of war bringing people together right now. Three, two, one. Uh, you know, Canada and Britain and Canada World War II. and Britain. <laughs> we hated <laughs> each other. We hated each other. <laughs> yeah, but then you know, we're independent. We took their flag off our flag. <laughs> yeah. As they said. Yeah, good we point. We still give, but we put the queen on our money as a you know payback. <laughs> yeah, that that meant a lot to them. For some, <laughs> for some reason. You can have the maple leaf, but we want the queen on your money. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we're near the end here. Uh, Asuka goes for another mist, but Shotzi ducks, and right behind her, Bianca's got the fire extinguisher. Sprays Asuka in the face. Uh, Charlotte goes for a spear on Kyrie, but Bailey, the selfless leader, pushes Kyrie out of the way, takes the spear, and then Shotzi follows up with a top rope senton. Bianca hits the KOD, and then the big finishing blow. They set up the table. Becky's on the second rope. They hand Bailey up to her, and she hits manhandle slam off the rope through the table, and that finishes the job. They get the three count. The baby faces win war games. Win, uh, win uh, for the second year in a row. I think this the Bianca Belair te- led team has won. She's a hell of a captain. Wow. Yeah. So great match. Lots of fun. And it was you know, uh, these women. They always they always bust their ass. I think I was going to say was it uh, Bailey who took the pin there? It was mm-hmm. so that could lead to uh, uh, maybe a, a reason reason for uh, I don't know maybe the fear yeah. maybe the leader to get kicked out. Yeah, I could see a baby face turn for Bailey. She's kind of been acting nicer the last few weeks. She was hugging people and mm-hmm. she saved Kyrie here. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, yeah. we could be. You seeing know, if something. that classic Bailey music hits, there'll be a pop. The. Uh, yeah, I can't picture it, but I'm the, you, the only one I hear. Oh yeah, it kind of felt like uh, <laughs> well, uh, uh, it's always yeah. a good time. It kind of just feels like that song. Yeah, who? It that'd does. be fun. That'd be fun. See uh, this with her yeah. with this little side, Throwback. the side pony, inflatable Bailey buddies. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyways, great match. EO Sky, once again, though, I think my MVP of the match, she's always, she's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Spot any Spots off the top rope, putting your body on the line. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, in case you didn't know, this pay-per-view is brought to you by Ruffles, the uh, the number one ruffled chip in the world, I believe. I thought this one I thought this one was Slim Jim. I thought it was Slim Jim again. Well, there's there was Slim Jim later. Oh, but, okay. Uh, this ruffle the ruffle one's important because uh backstage Alpha Academy, they're eating bowl of chips. Piper and Chelsea are there. Pretty deadly walk up. They're like, they're not chips, they're crisps. These fucking Brits, you know, chips are French fries to them, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh anyways, they argue, they spill the bowl of chips and then from behind the couch the big return of the night everyone's talking about. Our truth is here. <laughs> he stands up. Uh, first time we've seen him in like a year and a half since tearing his quad. Uh, yeah, I I uh, forgot. I I just assumed he was kind of a he was released. I I didn't know he actually was injured, <laughs> but you know, no, it, it all kind of makes sense now. Yeah, I think he's one of those guys. I know Vince loves him, so he's probably always got a spot. 
Oh, of course. He'll he'll do he he's the kind of guy who does every live event. Yeah. So he gets a nice little pop. He hypes up Ruffles. Tazawa does the Ruffle Shuffle, and that was your the Ruffle Shuffle. Big product placement. Yeah. Thanks, Ruffles. Uh, but kind of one of the stories throughout the night, we go backstage. Sami Zayn and Jey Uso are talking. Randy Orton, still not here. Not in the building. So uh, some suspense building before the main, before the main event. Yeah, buy, buy the pay-per-view, folks. <laughs> Uh, the paper. This is already the pay per view. This isn't the pre show. <laughs> oh yeah, good point. I guess you've already you've already <laughs> so, bought it. But uh, anyways, we'll, we'll follow up later because we've got Gunther defending his Intercontinental Championship against the Miz. Uh, with the Miz doing a pretty good job with this baby face turn. You know he's a legend in WWE at this point. So the crowd, you know, they'll cheer you on and. Uh, but you know you're facing the greatest intercontinental champ of all time in Gunther, so that's wow. tough. But uh, yeah, they had a good match. Very hard hitting, as Gunther loves to do. Those vicious chops. But Miz, he hung in there. He gave it right back. At one point, he hit a stiff slap to Gunther's face, and you could see the big red handprint right on his cheek. So got him pretty good there. That's a it's a big hand too. I bet. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Miz, his strategy was to work over Gunther's leg. So uh, he does the classic Bret Hart figure four leg lock around the ring post. Uh, and then he was doing his baby face move set. He's doing Hurricane Ranas, Tornado DDTs. Uh, and then he does the Daniel Bryan kicks. Uh, so he's bringing the physicality to Gunther as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gunther's able to hit him with the big power bomb. A move that has won him championship matches, but the Miz kicks out of that. So Gunther puts him in the sleeper hold. Miz grabs a turnbuckle pad, rips it off. Uh, the ref goes to pick it up. And as he's doing that, Miz kicks Gunther in the balls, hits the skull-crushing finale, makes the cover, but Gunther kicks out. But a huge near fall there. The crowd bit on that one. Had everyone going. Uh, had him going, but uh, Gunther, he goes for another sleeper. Uh, Miz runs into the corner. Gunther smashes his head off the exposed buckle. Miz flips over and pins him, but he kicks out again. Uh, and then Gunther fights back. Hits a top rope splash onto Miz's back. And then he puts Miz in the lion tamer, which I don't know if I've ever seen him do before, but a uh, great submission. He's wrenching on Miz's back. He's trapped. Forces him to tap out. So Gunther wins. Retains the title. I and you know it's nice to see uh, such such a fight against an actual IC, uh, you know, kind of title legend himself. Yeah, you know, Gunther's um, uh... so at the top of that of that list. There's really only the Miz is the, the guy for him to fight. Who's the <laughs> yeah? It, he's going. certainly got a claim to, yeah. Second best intercontinental champion. You know, between a guy like this or Jericho, but, you know, at least within WWE, yeah. at least able to perform right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought the match was great. Possibly one of the best in Miz's career, even. Wow. Uh, so hopefully, you know, I'd keep him babyface for a little bit. The crowd seems to be enjoying it. Sure. Yeah. Like, why Let's hate? What, you have no one to hate. Why would you hate? You know? <laughs> Tell it to the world. Yeah. Just in general, that's a good message. No hate. 
kids. <laughs> Why would you hate? Why would you hate? Why would you uh, hate? <laughs> Remind, have you ever seen that? How could she slap? Have you ever seen that video? No, I don't think so. Anyways. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> let's go on. Next match, we got Santos Escobar taking on Dragon Lee, who is originally supposed to be Carlito, but he got taken out on SmackDown. Beat up by Escobar, so Dragon Lee's taking his place, which, you know, it's the better matchup anyway. So, mm-hmm. uh, And yeah, just a fun, fast-paced Lucha-style match. Dragon Lee continues looking good. Biggest stage of his career here on a sold-out pay-per-view in Chicago crowd. Uh, yeah, so they're just doing their big moves. Lots of Hurricane Ranas off the aprons, off the top rope. Uh, Escobar gets hung upside down on the ropes. Lee jumps off with the big double foot stomp into his chest. Uh, and then Dragon Lee hits the Dragon Bomb for a big near fall. And then he goes for his finisher, but Escobar counters with a big Canadian Destroyer. And then follows up with the Phantom Driver. And that gives Escobar the win. Uh, so too bad for Dragon, but, you know, he's gotten him over pretty quick. And he'll get his first pay-per-view win soon enough. And we're doing Destroyers now. Yeah, we've seen a couple here and there. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was something even more blatant on NXT that makes me think a potential unbanning of pile drivers could be coming. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, uh, anyways, good match. Yeah, I agree. Santos Escobar has to get the win. Uh, if we're trying to get a uh, an LWO showdown, but I guess Ray's probably going to be out for a little while. Yeah, but uh, when he gets back, Santos will be waiting for him. Yeah, he'll be waiting. How long do we think uh, recovery time on that is like? Do we do we know this information? Uh, I think it might be a couple months. Yeah. So maybe even the Royal Rumble could be a possible return. If not, hmm. maybe Elimination Chamber, the big Australian show. Oh, the big all the show in the Aussie. <laughs> yeah, the Thunder Down Under. The Thunder. Wait, isn't that a stripper? Isn't that a strip club show? I mean, I didn't invent it. I'm sure <laughs> okay. it's a lot of things. Okay, I'm sure it's a lot of things <laughs> to a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> but let's go to the women's world title match. You got Rhea Ripley defending against Zoe Stark. Zoe coming out. She's got her war paint on for war games. That camo face paint kind of thing. But mm-hmm. uh, Rhea Ripley too got her hair all done up, kind of like a mohawk kind of thing. And yeah, new look. She had her lipstick smeared all one down, all one side of her face. Anyways, match was fine. Zoe did all right. A uh, couple big moves. Big DDT on the apron. And then uh, her cool springboard corkscrew senton she likes to do. Uh, Rhea hits a big leaping choke slam off the middle rope. Uh, so Rhea's just hitting a bunch of big power moves. She goes for the riptide. Zoe counters with a big German suplex. And then goes for the Z360. But Rhea lands on her feet. Hits the riptide. And that gives her the pinfall. So Rhea retains. <laughs> Rhea retains quickly. <coughs> Bless you. Excuse you. I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're doing over there. Uh, I, like, Rhea. Inhaled my hiccup. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, Rhea retains. Still no real challenger there. Uh, do you think we'll get one for the Royal Rumble, or just wait until <coughs> WrestleMania? Um. <coughs> sorry, one. 
Oh, jeez. <coughs> just need to clear my You're throat. okay. No, clear away. <laughs> yeah. Physically, I'm okay. <laughs> Obviously, physically, you're okay. You're not dying <laughs> over there. <clears throat> All right. This is where we need the cough button that professionals have. Does Stern have that? I'm sure he had it. I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, he also wouldn't care if he coughed. Up Good point. Head. Good point. At least back in those days. Maybe not today. Maybe not today. <clears throat> but anyways, let's go to the main event. We got the men's War Games match. You got Judgment Day, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Dominic Mysterio, and the newest member, J.D. McDonough. And then special guest, not a member, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, special uh, guest, just just an angry guy with dark hair. That's all he is. <laughs> He's that's what yeah. they share. That's what they have in common. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, they're taking on the baby faces: Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, Jay Uso, and Randy Orton, uh, who still has not shown up here here at match time. So uh, everyone comes out. Orton's nowhere to be found, so they got one less guy in their cage. But, uh, you know, he's still got, like, 20 minutes to get here, so we'll see. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, we, you still got time, Rand Man. He's probably just yeah. in traffic on the 402. <laughs> uh, so we start off Finn Balor, Seth Rollins in the ring. Lots of history here between these two. and Yeah, they're just smacking each other around, slamming into the cage. Um... And so, of course, with this whole Randy Orton storyline, he's not there yet. You're only going to uh, invite speculation. So the crowd starts chanting CM Punk a little bit here, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, they had been we'll good. See. They had been good Is all. This... They had been good all night. Also, yeah. So I think you know, going into this, you, it's also kind of makes you think this. You know, WWE has to know this would this would happen if. Mm -hmm. you know, they booked this kind of thing. Of so. course, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, there was multiple CM Punk chants throughout the match. Some people booing them down, but this was Chicago, so there was noticeably louder for Punk. But anyways, time passes. Five minutes go by. JD McDonough comes in. Uh, biggest match of his career. Getting the main event, a big pay-per-view like this. So. Mm -hmm. Good for him. He brings in the kendo sticks. They start wailing away on Rollins. Uh McDonough does a cool springboard moonsault from the right side of the ring over the ropes in the middle onto Rollins. So nice move there. <clears throat> uh, time passes. Main event, Jey Uso's out next. He grabs a chair, starts smacking Rollins and Balor around. And uh, the new thing is the crowd's now chanting yeet. Yes, because Jey Uso says yeet now. Yeah, kind of uh, infringing on LA Knight's gimmick a little bit there. But, yeah, uh, yeet. <laughs> yeah, yeet. I mean, so he had his yeet shirt on, and uh, yeet, yeet. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. Anytime yeet. he hit you with a chair, the crowd would just yeet, yeet, yeet. But anyways, three minutes pass. Damian Priest, he's out next. Uh, then time goes by again. Sami Zayn comes out. He grabs a table, brings it to the ring, which gets a huge pop. Thank you, Sammy Chance. This crowd really <laughs> loved their Really table. going into it. Yeah, I don't know why. Why Why the table specifically? Yeah, I mean, we all like tables, but, you know, it's not like it's not like thumbtacks that you don't see very often. Oh, yeah, it's not like, are you like barbed wire on a piece of wood? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, 
anyway, Sammy comes in. Funny little moment when Priest is like laying down between the two rings. Sammy kind of grabs each ropes and then he just starts stomping with both feet like he's dancing on them. Uh, and one thing you may have noticed, there was a slight new design on the cage. Each corner had like a little metal pole uh, <laughs> just kind of connecting the two walls, which really I, does nothing. I don't think I noticed that. Uh, well, you probably noticed when Sammy climbs up and he rips it off, rips the pole off and starts hitting people with it. Oh, so, huh. I think that was the main reason it was I guess there. that was, uh, huh, okay, yeah. Well, I guess you, <laughs> you have to put something there. It's like a Chekhov's gun thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so. Anyways, Drew McIntyre comes out next, lays a beat down. Uh, yeah, Priest, or, yeah, so I don't know. I got mixed up. Anyways, clock ticks down some more. Cody Rhodes comes out. He goes on a roll. He pulls out a Texas bull rope with the cowbell attached. Uh, his dad's favorite. And then him and Rollins, they each grab an end of the rope, start smacking guys with the cowbell. Uh, they've each got an end like a jump rope with Finn Balor in the middle. Then they lift up and hit him in the balls with the cowbell. The belt of the balls. And <laughs> Dirty Dom is out next. Big heat for him as soon as he comes in. Uh, but then he gets surrounded by all four guys, and they just give him a prison-style beatdown, which the crowd loved. <clears throat> uh, Priest and Drew, they hit a cool triple choke slam where they slammed three guys between the two of them. Uh, and then they set up the table. Priest puts Rollins through it with the razor's edge. And then the clock ticks down for the final entrant. But Randy Orton, still nowhere to be found. He does not come out. Instead, it's Rhea Ripley running out. She's got the money in the bank briefcase. She hands it over to the ref. The ref double checks with Priest. You cashing in? But before we can make it official, the Rand Man himself, Randy Orton, makes his big triumphant return. Huge pop for him. I hear voices in my head. <laughs> they come to me. They are. Oh, it's been a long. I I had not realized how long it's been since we've heard that song, Mike. Yeah, over a year and a half. Wow. Um. Yeah, looks great. Looks even bigger than the last time we saw him. Oh, he was. He, he was. A a, he was anabolic as fuck, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love mean, it. I think he was before, but uh, that's probably. yeah, exactly. That's what makes it even yeah, crazier this time. From spinal surgery, they probably upped it. They're like, let's double that. Let's That's double crazy. that. <laughs> <laughs> so the crowd's going wild. Randy comes in. He's hitting all his big spots. Uh, then a cool moment when Randy and all four of his partners they all hit Randy's signature hanging DDT on the ropes at the same time. Uh, quintuple move there. That was great. Mm -hmm. Uh, but some beef still between Randy and Jey Uso because the Usos were the ones that put him on the shelf. and So uh, Randy teases like he's going to give Uso an RKO. But then Priest comes running at them. Jey super kicks Priest to save Orton. And then Orton hits Dominic with an RKO. Gets a big pop. And then Seth Rollins curves stomps Priest on the metal plating in between the two rings. Cody hits a Cody cutter. Sammy hits a haluva kick. Jay hits a Uso splash. So the baby faces are just on fire. JD McDonough, he knows he's in trouble. He tries to climb up the cage to escape. But uh, Rollins and Sammy climb up after him. They climb all the way up to the top of the cage. The three of them are up there. 
Randy Orton's standing below. He's ready. He's waiting. Give him to me. And then they throw J.D. McDonough off the top of the cage. Randy Orton jumps, catches him midair with an RKO. Perfectly executed. What a spot. What a spot. So far, also, by the way, <laughs> Randy has not taken a single bump. I just want everyone to <laughs> I don't know if no, you're keeping... other than the RKO. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the biggest <laughs> bump he took was his, his, was his own maneuver. Yeah, but uh, looking great. What a move. But uh, Cody's the captain of the team. Randy gives him the honors, tosses him Damian Priest. Cody hits the crossroads, and that scores the pinfall. So the baby faces win. And like you said, they kept it real safe for Orton. No bumps, uh, really. And, you know, hit a couple big spots. The spot of the match with the RKO off the top. Yeah, he got his RKO. Uh, he got his draping DDT. He got his... Yeah. Uh, he did his little pose. The little running slam kind of thing. <laughs> he got all the hits in there. Oh, yeah, the power slam. Yeah, yeah. the power slam. Yeah. That's all we needed to see. Uh, so everyone's celebrating. Everyone's happy. The copyright logo pops up in the bottom right corner to signal this is the end of the broadcast. When all of a sudden, Cult of Personality hits. Huge pop from this Chicago crowd. Can you believe it? CM Punk, he's here. He comes out, a uh, bunch of CM Punk's chants. He does his It's Clobberin' Time thing, which the crowd all says. and He just kind of shakes some hands, embraces the fans, and that's how we go off the air. That's how we fade to black. Yeah. Wow. Mike, you know, that's, that's that 0.1%. We did say 99.9. <laughs> we left it in there. We left it in there for a reason. I guess that's why you never say uh, never, Mike. You have told you have taught me to never say never. And I think this is uh, just this is an example of that. Yeah. I mean, going in, I'm not saying it wasn't something that I was hoping for or anything like that. But, I mean, the surprise is always going to get you. And Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a shock. It's a shock. He's, you know, I'm still, still don't like the guy for everything that went on in AEW. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, I don't know. This is basically, he has to know, it's, this is a one strike and you're out deal here in WWE. We're not going to give you, we're not going to give you the leash that Tony Khan gave you in AEW. And, uh, and I think he knows that. I think he knows this is the big leagues. You can't fuck around here. You're gone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're not going to give you your own show. We're not going to let you <laughs> yeah. run the booking decisions. Gonna You're not going to decide who's allowed to be there. Uh, yeah. This is the big leagues. You do what we tell you to. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I said I don't like the guy the way he is right now, but I know he's capable of putting on a good match. I think you and I, we both thought that final match with Samoa Joe and All In was a great match. One of the best on the card, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm still going to, well, I'm not going to, like, boycott the show or anything because Punk's back. And see you, where it goes. Do you think he would have come back if it wasn't in Chicago? Like, you think regardless uh, of where the place uh, was because that was almost because like all of his biggest reactions are in Chicago money in the bank AEW yeah, debut and up. this like the heavens lined up but if this show is in fucking Tempe Arizona yeah I think they probably would have waited till the next big Chicago show <laughs> they would have immediately frantically booked like a fucking roadblock or something or anything yeah yeah or yeah I think they I don't know 
But the stars aligned. Uh, and the world yeah, moves on. I mean, that's the thing. He says he's the best in the world. I don't agree, but uh, the world moves on, as you said. AEW moves on. Tony Khan moves on. WWE and WWE moves on. Moves 10 on. Years. You know, WWE has a new yeah. ch- whole chunk of people um, to lose three straight, you know? Shinsuke. Down three down. You're gonna keep losing, bud. LA Knight, <laughs> CM Punk, good luck, Mr. Knight. You're down the fucking tubes, my man. Uh such well, such a crop yeah. of more deserving people that Punk will go over. I love it. It uh yeah, it certainly throws WrestleMania I mean Seth Rollins world title thing into I was hoping for someone like Gunther or uh, like LA Knight, but I feel like CM Punk's definitely gonna be in. Yeah, I, I feel mean, like his biggest gripe was not was not getting to main event WrestleMania. I could see CM Punk, Seth Rollins, main of main eventing event. night one. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll, wait to see if he we'll gets. Wait to see. Wait to see if he gets hurt first, or bitches yeah. his way out. He's forty six, you know, and he doesn't <laughs> have that athleticism that AJ Styles has. He is no. coming I mean, off even of, in his peak. He's not like he is coming he off of like two in, two injuries in yeah. two years. You know, uh, so uh, you know we probably won't <laughs> see him wrestle until the Royal Rumble. Probably, yeah. You know, but, so uh, uh, yeah, be excited. Yeah, yeah. A lot and more, like said, lot more Monday Night Raw to go. Yeah, and with the whole Seth Rollins thing, there was an angle. After the show, when it was off the air, that fans were recording and Seth Rollins was just flipping out, flipping off Punk, yelling, fuck that guy. I better not see him backstage. I'm going to knock him the fuck out. Really? But I think I think that's all just the angle they're setting up for Rollins versus Punk. Oh, OK. Yeah, that was probably. Yeah, because I know I, I remember interviews where they're like, what do you think of CM Punk? He's like, he's a fucking cancer, bud. Yeah, that was <laughs> like, that's a year. bold thing to because like, stay away, Phil. Honestly, that's the exact type of thing that CM Punk would get salty about backstage and throw yeah. a computer monitor at you or something, you know, unless it's a super conspiracy. What is you know, maybe you, after you, you think the punk, brawl out. You think Punk is still the devil? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> after brawl out, his first incident, he was already done with AEW. And then they brought him back. And he's like, I'm just going to get myself fired and go to WWE. Oh, wow. I'm not saying I believe that, but I'm just throwing the conspiracy out there. Just throwing the conspiracy out there. Thank you. Yeah. And <laughs> I also got to give uh, an honorary... Tweet of the week. Wow. Right after Survivor Series, Triple H tweeted out, Mighty cold day in hell, which was perfect. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, CM Punk coming back, who would have thought? Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, you know, never say never, like you said. Um, you know, clearly the past two years of professional wrestling reinvigorated the man's spirits, so he felt like uh, the return. And destroyed it. And destroyed it, you know. I don't think, you know, certainly I don't think he comes back without AEW. Um, no. He definitely doesn't, right? Not necessarily. You know, uh, I guess yeah. 99, never say never. I guess I know what you're saying. <laughs> but unless there but, was an opportunity for Punk to be reminded yeah. that he had value, I don't think he just would have yeah. gone back. Or maybe, or maybe he was just waiting for Vince to get old and now leave the company. And I was like, finally, I can come back. 
And uh, who knows? Who knows? It could have been all those th- all of those things at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And one more funny note. Uh, CM Punk returns to WWE before Jack Perry returns to AEW from his suspension. Wow. Well, I mean, also, I think that is, see, and I, you know, it's, and it, it's suspension. It's, it, you know, it's this, that, the other, but like, it's assaulting an employee, like regard, or like a coworker, like regardless of the circumstances that happened, right? Like, yeah, I'm just surprised he's still suspended. Like they've solved it. Punk's gone. And I figure a couple months I mean, you're the, he's the one that got assaulted. How many months has he got to be away for? Yeah. Jack Perry caused all this. Unless he's one of the men wearing the black masks, and he's already been back for a while. Yeah, he. I don't. I hope he's not the devil. But I'm yeah. not saying the devil, but oh. he can be one of the other, one of the underlings. Oh, one of the de- devil underlings. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why demons, not? Whatever they call. Them. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> the but, dyad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, why not? Well, Mike, uh, that was the entirety of Survivor Series with the big return and some great matches. But we should take a break. Let's. We're going to take a break. We'll come out with all the action uh, with our Raw NXT and some AWs to catch up on. So you're going to want to stick around. Back here on the second half of the show, folks. Of course, thanks for sticking out through the break. We are back post Survivor Series in a post punk world we're pre-punk post-punk uh yeah and current punk and current punk you know i mean um say what we will um the show i think i guess has had many he's been a part of the show uh, for a long time almost the entire duration of the show one could say uh, in like, one way or another, yeah. Like, there's certain staples, with- you know, I mean, especially as we're here on the 250, there's some characters uh, who have really risen the ranks um, th- all, all over the world, like, during the duration of the show. Yeah. And even during those years when he wasn't actively wrestling, he was still busy tweeting and, you know... There was a, until he's fully retired, he was never fully out of sight. Out of of course, he's a nine-time Tweeted League champion. You know, I mean, you can't, exactly. uh, so. <laughs> you can't, you can't just ignore some of these, uh, some of these things. Yeah. But, you know, it's not like an Enzo Amore. When was the last time we talked about him? Oh, God. I, well, right now. <laughs> right <laughs> now, I mean. baby. It's probably been three years. Since he, uh, remember when he showed up at Survivor, at Survivor, at, well, Survivor Series, Series. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's probably like the three-year anniversary or four-year. Wasn't anniversary that the same Survivor time. Series that uh, Drake Maverick pissed his pants? It very well may have been. <laughs> oh. Thought about that in a long time. Either. Good times, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get into. Uh, we're post Survivor Series who's uh, here too. So let's get into the week with a little Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. <laughs> from nashville guess who's gonna be there old punkerino he's showing up tonight baby maybe uh he he showed up onto the superstars page on the wwe website almost immediately mm-hmm. and then the following i guess yeah i guess through the couple days there the following the socials um suddenly the wwe is uh, p- uh posting on youtube full matches of cm punk's 
Um, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they're just going and, fucking into it. And, uh, yeah, he has not been assigned to any one brand yet. I'm uh, sure he'll show up on a couple right. SmackDowns to stare down with Roman Reigns. Yeah, they can tease that. That's a big match they can do one day. Uh, but, anyways, we're kicking off with the other big return. Randy Orton comes out. Big pop. Everyone's chanting his name and welcome back. And You know, he says he's been gone. Uh, gone a while. He's done a lot of things here in his career, but he's never been in war games. So when his friend Cody Rhodes made the call, he had to be there. And Orton still has unfinished business, mainly with the bloodline. Every single member's got a receipt coming their way in the form of an RKO. And that's when Rhea Ripley comes out. Welcomes him back, but she's surprised that she would, that he would take orders from someone else and team up with someone that wronged him, like Jey Uso, and uh, even have your big return upstage by someone else. And uh, if it wasn't for you, Orton, Damian Priest would be world champ right now. So don't focus on the bloodline because you got to deal with the Judgment Day. And uh, Orton just says, "Yeah, I was watching while I was gone. I know about mommy, but now daddy's back." And <laughs> crowd chants, "Daddy's back." Orton stares Rhea down. Rhea's like, you've made an enemy now. And that's when the rest of them show up. They attack Orton. Or uh, McDonough and Dominic show up. And Orton hits him with an RKO. Tells Dominic, don't go too far because we're going to have a match later. Dominic Dominic Mysterio, I can't picture another champion who has lost more. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he still wins a fair share. I guess mostly on NXT. Mostly on NXT, <laughs> and I bet I bet house shows. I bet he's crushing house shows. <laughs> uh, but let's get into uh, we've got a tag team turmoil match. Winner gets a tag title shot. So this is basically a gauntlet match, or it is a gauntlet match in everything but name. Uh, so yeah, kick off with two teams. We got Alpha Academy. But it's Otis and Tazawa. No Chad Gable. He's on the outside. Uh, but they're taking on DIY. And, uh, yeah. Tazawa, Otis, they do a double caterpillar. But Tazawa is more like a frog just hopping along. But, uh, anyway, Tazawa stands up on Otis' shoulders. DIY, knock him down. Ciampa hits the big knee. And then they hit their finisher. So DIY get the pin. Out next is Indu Share. Remember them? Of course. How can we forget? <laughs> From uh, I mean, Raw. They were coming to Raw for a long time. Yeah, the one guy. Uh, Veer. Sh- yeah, not Lanky Shanky. He's not Shanky up. Lanky. <laughs> so anyways, Indus share. They hit a couple moves, but then Johnny rolls them up, gets a print three count, so another, another elimination. Uh, then the Creed brothers are out next. So we finally got a real challenge here. The hottest young team in WWE. Uh, get some good tag action here. Uh, Julius shows his strength. Picks up Johnny uh, for a powerbomb from the seated position. And then just stands right up. Hits a powerbomb. Hangs on to him. Tosses him up onto his shoulders so that Brutus can hit the big Brutus ball. And that scores the pinfall. So DIY are eliminated. Out next, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, the veterans, the New Day, they're fresh, so they're in control for a bit. They hit their finisher, the Midnight Hour, 
but the pin gets broken up. And then the Creeds fight back. Brutus hits a big moonsault off the apron and then gets back in the ring, hits the Brutus ball once again to score another pin. And then our final team, Imperium, Ludwig Kaiser, Giovanni Vinci, come out. Uh, they're coming out strong. They hit the Imperial bomb, but Brutus is able to break up the pin. Then Julius goes on a roll, just hitting belly-to-belly -belly suplexes over his head all over the place. He even does a double, two at once. Uh, so the crowd's real fired up. They're taken to the creeds very quickly. They're looking great here. Uh, Imperium go for another Imperial bomb, but Julius runs in, jumps off Vinci's back, kind of slips a little bit, but then he just jumps right up to the top turnbuckle. Hits a superplex. Crowd's loving the match. Chance, this is awesome. And then the creeds hit one more Brutus ball to score another pin. And the Creed brothers have done it. They've won the tag team turmoil. That Brutus bomb, the Brutus ball is fucking awesome. Yeah, such a cool, unique move. And he gets, uh, I don't think. He gets so much height on it. I don't know why. Or like maybe it's just the way that the move looks. Uh, I mean, it's both. These guys, they're fucking impressive athletes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's incredible to see a team come up to the main roster like this and really like against. Uh, teams who have been here on the main roster for months, if not years, and you're like, dominate, dominate, dominate. As a team, yeah. not just these individual performers. No. And, I mean, you know, they're so good, I've learned which one's Julius and which one's Brutus. Wow. I think Julius is the... Uh, <laughs> uh, no straps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One wears shoulder straps, the other Yeah, Brutus wears... Yeah, because <laughs> Brutus... Yeah, Brutus wears the straps. Yeah, that's how you can tell. Wow. But, uh, so, yeah, big win. Creed Brothers, very impressive main roster uh, debut so far the last month. Mm -hmm. Tag title shot coming up soon. Uh, yeah, I guess. Do we have a similar tag team turmoil on the other on the other brand? We're still not anywhere close to splitting the brands, I don't think. I mean, I think they just go for the belts, and I'd even give them the belts at this point. I know it's maybe soon, but, I mean, they're just the best team going right now. Mm -hmm. But I know Judgment Day is a main event level act, so my, they might not beat them the first try. We'll see. Yeah. Cody Rhodes coming out. Gets a big ovation. Uh, this Nashville crowd is pretty great all night long, but... Yeah, Cody just talks about war games. He's grateful for his teammates. Talks about the other big story, the return of CM Punk. Nobody knew what was going to happen or what will happen, but he welcomes him back to WWE. And uh, Cody looking to the future. He's already thinking about January. Officially announces himself as the first entrant in the 2024 Royal Rumble. Gosh, it feels like just yesterday he was <laughs> doing the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, it was last so, year that he yeah, returned so, from so, that injury. So this got me thinking. So Roman Reigns has had one title defense this year. It was against LA Knight. Sorry, po post-Mania. No. Post-Mania. He also had SummerSlam with Jey Uso. What? Remember remember the tribal combat match with Jey Uso, SummerSlam? Oh, God, I forgot that. Two. Okay, yeah. either way. Two. Thanks. So, yeah, it's been like three months between each one, pretty much. But I also kind of got thinking, what has Cody Rhodes been doing of major significance in the post-mania thing? 
Are we are uh, are are we truly just stagnating these two dudes so they can have the 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 the, the rematch at WrestleMania? Is that really what we're well, doing? Cody here? had that big feud with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that we went like three pay per views. Yeah, we went uh, we went two up one down against Brock. Yeah. We, we had that with the won steel the tag arm. titles for like a week. Yeah, him and Jey Uso. Okay, I guess so he's, he's been keeping busy. He's been but, keeping busy, yeah. but um. Yeah, I mean it, he's been actively avoiding Seth Rollins' belt because we all know he doesn't want that one. Yeah, to really prove that's like, hey, I'm not coming for this. I'm coming for the other one. Yeah. Gosh, I was really hoping that uh, you know, the whole year with the Cody and Roman year could have been a little bit more than just waiting for the inevitable. You know. Well, I mean, I would have. Just done it at last year's WrestleMania to begin with. No, move on. Move on. <laughs> move on. I don't think, yeah, we don't need to, a thousand days is enough. Let's end this title reign for one. Yeah. I guess but we'll see it. Anyways. Hope maybe we'll see it at Mania. Maybe not. Never say never. I mean, yeah. <laughs> never say uh, but never. But then the lights go out in the arena. Nakamura appears on the screen. He's been waiting. Uh, or just cuts a promo on Cody, but then he appears live in person, sprays him with the red mist, stands over Cody. So uh, that's the next thing that'll keep Cody busy for the next month. Yeah, so Nak yeah, Nakamura will lose. You, you lose three straight yeah, to lose Seth, again. lose three straight to Cody, lose, lose three straight to Punk. Yeah. It's the, the cycle of Shinsuke. Lose to Okada when he shows up? Yeah. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> Uh, I'm just throwing it out there. That would be crazy. Wild rumor. I hear they're buddies. Shinsuke, yeah, well, Shinsuke and Okada for sure, but so so is yeah. like Okada and half of AEW, <laughs> <laughs> like I the know. Bucks and, and Kenny. And... But uh, yeah, let's go to our next match: Bronson Reed taking on Ivar. Lots of beef here. Uh, so yeah, they're slapping meat. Uh, Ivar goes for the moonsault. Bronson rolls out of the way. Bronson goes to the ropes, looks for Tsunami, but then Valhalla jumps up. Uh, so the ref catches her, throws her out. And then they both fight to the floor to the timekeeper's area. They don't notice the ref counting. She reaches 10. We get a double count out. Uh, as Bronson picks up Ivar, hits a Death Valley driver into the barricade. Looked like Ivar landed right on his head. It felt like it. Big, big boy on the top of his head, too. Yeah. And this barricade didn't break. I don't know if we're supposed to. That might have made it worse. But, mm. uh, yeah. So, anyways, these beefy guys are not done with each other. Nope. Nope. We'll see more beef later. Uh, maybe right now as Nia Jax comes out. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Lean beef. Lean beef. Oh, no. Uh, versus Zoe Stark. Uh, I'm sorry, folks. Uh, Zoe versus Nia. Uh, yeah, you know, they have a decent match. Zoe hits her cool corkscrew senton thing again. Nia climbs up for the Annihilator. Zoe takes out her leg, uh, but then Nia cuts her off with a Samoan drop and hits the Annihilator this time to get the pinfall. Yeah, Nia's coming, baby. She's coming. She's going to get a lot of, uh, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe Jade Cargill can be the one to eliminate her in the Rumble. I don't know. Yeah, that would be a big moment. That would be a big spot. You know, that's always uh, 
That's always the spot. Naya comes out, eliminates a bunch of people. I yeah, it takes 20 her. people to eliminate her. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, Seth Rollins coming out for a promo. Crowd singing his song, but then they start chanting CM Punk. He says, go on, get it out of your system. And I don't want to spend one more ounce of energy on that hypocrite. Instead of talking about someone who doesn't matter, let's talk about what does matter. This world heavyweight title that I've been building up for the last six months. Uh, and that's when Drew McIntyre comes out, shakes Seth's hand, congratulates him on winning war games. It made Drew realize he's got to put his focus back on becoming champion. And Seth believes Drew deserves a title match, but so do a couple other people. <gasps> and the first one in that line is Jay Uso. So Seth's going to defend the belt against him uh, next week, I think. Against Jay, interesting, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I think more interestingly, uh, make getting those punk rumors right off the bat, Mike. If you're if you're if you're calling a a WrestleMania night one, you know, uh, is CM Punk in a main event night one of a four night buy one get one free pay per view extravaganza? <laughs> the very thing he uh, yeah, all the shots he took. Wow. Uh, I mean, yeah. We'll I mean, see. I think we'll don't take shots. Don't take shots. I think that's just the moral, right? Don't if you never for a straight edge guy. Don't talk shit about anyone so that no one can talk shit if if circumstances just and this, I think this is a good rule in life. You know, don't talk yeah. shit about a boss um, or, or or something like that because you or you know to other people you know you might not know how that kind of forms. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um. So well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they uh, if they lean into the controversy whenever they start cutting promos on each other, or if they avoid mentioning AEW altogether. Yeah, because uh, they have mentioned it a bunch with Cody Rhodes. They're like, yeah, you went off, you built a company, you came back. Yeah, so. but I mean, no, the only yeah, they, all the t anything Cody Rhodes and that one time Sami Zayn. Remember on the Corey Graves electric chair? Yeah, well, he actually said the letters. He AEW, said the letters. Yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, Anyways, we'll get to Punk a bit later. Rollins is here, or he's mad that Seth's giving Jay a shot before him. So uh, Drew just fucking nails Seth with the Glasgow kiss, and I mean he really nailed him because he cracked his own head open. You could just see the blood start coming A little out bit a little of blood. Bit. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, that was hard way. I think... I think Seth was holding the title up when he did it, so he might have smacked his head on the belt. Oh, the actual uh, the actual uh, smack on the title belt. You never see that. Yeah. You never see that too often. Because otherwise, Seth would be bloody too. You would think if they clonked heads. Mm. But uh, anyways, he beats up Rollins. Jey Uso runs out, makes a save. Uh, they hit him with double super kick, and then Jay picks up the world title, hands it to Seth. They shake hands. They'll battle next week. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Should be a good uh, one. Women's tag title match. Chelsea Green, Piper Niven defend against Tegan Knox, Natalia. Uh, yeah. Match was fine. Uh, Tegan and Natty hit a big double suplex at Chelsea into the barricade. But then back in the ring, Piper just takes over, hits the running crossbody, gets the pinfall. So Piper, Chelsea retain. Piper and Chelsea retain. Now, last week on Raw, didn't we have a thing about a women's tag team turmoil? Um, or I remember. I feel like I remember I a bunch was, of women together. 
Yeah, I think they had a fatal four-way, and that's when Tegan and Natalia won or something. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Might have been on SmackDown. I can't remember when it happened. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Backstage, Jey Uso approaches Orton. Heard what he said earlier about receipts for the bloodline. He just wants to know if he can get a second chance. Randy says, I saw how Cody trusted you, and uh, you went to war for those guys at War Games, so I'm only going after the bloodline. As long as you're not a part of them, then we're good, so... They shake hands and that's it. Yeah, it's so it's so simple because it's it's just bloodline. No, cool, great. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, Randy Orton comes out for his first match on Raw, first singles match in a long time, and takes on Dominic Mysterio. So big heat for Dom. Crowd super hot for Randy. He's hitting all his big moves: the power slam, the DDT. Sets up for RKO, but then JD McDonough pulls Dom out of the ring. And that's when recording artist Jelly Roll stands up from the front row, shoves McDonough down. Dom gets in his face. He gets shoved as well. Um, I know of Jelly Roll, but I don't think I've ever listened to any of no, I've never heard of this person. Yeah, I've yeah. never. I've only heard of him, I think, because of his name. I just knew. It's a cool name. Something. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah, Randy tosses Dom onto the announce table. Um yeah, back in the ring, J.D. McDonough jumps on the apron, so Randy hits him with the draping DDT. But then Dominic kicks Randy into the ropes, hits a 619, goes for the frog splash, but Randy avoids it, hits an RKO, and gets the win. And he also didn't take many bumps in this one, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the first month or two, they'll probably play it pretty safe. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. Until so. until we get Randy and Orton, we're sorry, uh, Roman, yeah. Roman and Orton. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's definitely a big match. That's uh, gosh, how old is fucking yeah. uh, Randy Orton? He's got to be forty five, forty six, also forty four, forty five. Yeah, wow. he's got to be something. Same age as Punk, but I'd say much better shape physically. Oh, for sure. Spikes yeah, well, I, th I, I think, I, yeah, CM Punk doesn't <laughs> do steroids, so. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's a fair point. Yeah, so, you know, so. you're going to, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that makes you, I don't know if that's <laughs> Neither better does Kevin or Owens. Worse. Neither does Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn. <laughs> but, you know, there's lots of people who don't. Yeah, a couple guys. Uh, anyways, let's get to the final segment. They've been hyping it all night. CM Punk comes out for his first promo. Uh, by the time he finishes his entrance, there's only about six minutes left, so this was not going to be some big speech like uh, like his first appearance in AEW. No. But uh, the crowd's hot. Lots of CM Punk chants. A small pocket of booze, but mm -hmm. definitely more chants than not. So. Well, yeah, we're in Nashville. I feel like this is kind of neutral. This yeah. is... And I feel like WWE in general, you know, it's that stuff that happened in AEW, that's not necessarily their business. So yeah. To us, you just were gone for 10 years. Yeah, I guess to a, to a crowd of people. Yeah, to a chunk of people. Yeah. So Punk just says, hell froze over. Me standing here in a WWE ring. Uh, my return on Saturday was a career highlight. And I got two words to say. I've changed. And that got a couple audible groans and boos. But, yeah, I uh, got a couple uh, woofs. <laughs> like, ah. Got a couple woofs. <laughs> I've changed. As long as you speak from the heart, you cannot go wrong. 
because this is his truth. I'm home. <laughs> Which, I mean, the crowd cheered that part, but come on. As cheesy. You said earlier, all it's those cheesy. shots he took. Yeah, I know. Yeah, all the shots he took at WWE and fucking. I left professional wrestling in 2005 or whatever. Yeah, when he was like the sickness, a lot yeah. of stuff about sickness. Yeah, they made me sick. I had to go away. But yeah, not the same tune tonight. He's saying this is where I belong. It's been 10 years. You people never forgot me. I'm back. I love you guys. I've missed you. I wish I could say I never had to leave. But once upon a time, a wise man told me to get every, everything I need. Uh, I had to leave and come back. So. Uh, that's why I'm here. Everyone's been smiling and welcoming me back. My wife AJ sends her regards. And, uh, everyone's welcome, welcome me back with open arms. Open arms. Well, almost everybody. Some people are afraid. Uh, afraid of the brass ring in my back pocket. And then he starts quoting the pipe brom promo and wraps it up, saying the best in the world is back. His name's CM Punk. <laughs> and then right when they cut. Or they're about to cut off microphone just to the camera. Punk says, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. Yeah. So, clearly, he's there to make money. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, not a very controversial promo. They didn't really talk about any of the... No, no, the elephant in the room. Yeah. It was just kind of a generic babyface promo and... uh, Obviously very hypocritical, calling WWE his home after all the shit he's said the past 10 years. Yeah, but, but. A, a bit of a weird stuff, some bit of some weird stuff there. Um, yeah. I'm wondering if this will be part of it, uh, his angle where he becomes like blatantly hypocritical so he can turn heel. Uh, or maybe this is just him being CM Punk, I don't know. Yeah, or maybe just them trying to, like, you know, Hunter saying, okay, let's pretend the last two years didn't happen. (laughs) I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, let's pretend you left on your own accord, and then you were a UFC fighter, and then you did commentary, and now you're back. Like, let's pretend that was the course of events. Yeah. Uh, because you know they don't me- sure. they don't mention the McMahon family or Vince at all, and I feel like for a large chunk of Punk's time in WWE, that was mostly like the thing was him feuding with Hunter or him feuding with the McMahon family or management in general. But like the ownership yeah. isn't really a part of the show anymore. Um, well, you know, it's also. It's also kind of funny, though, because I think I feel like his beef, he had more beef with Triple H than with Vince when he left, or at least more disdain. That's what they say. Yeah, that's what they say. Right. You know, but like there's no John Laurinaitis for him to shit on anymore. There's Adam Pierce. And then that's kind of it. There is nobody <laughs> else. And Adam Pierce is really that general manager for for booking purposes. There isn't like this larger figurehead that's in control of it yeah. all. So. Yeah. Yeah, so he has yeah, the opportunity no to be a, this different person, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it remains to be seen. Yeah. Uh, but either way, that's it. He's back. The show closes out. I'm really looking forward to see who the first uh, crowd to to boo him will be. Because um, surely it has to happen. Yeah. You know, if 
if they came to Toronto and he was there, I think I might still boo him. At I'd this boo point. him for sure. Yeah, yeah. He, no, yeah. still like it's yes. it's it's wrestling. I can cheer or boo. I'm allowed to do both. I'm not gonna yell yeah. like "fuck you." I'm gonna go boo. Yeah, I'll just say boo. I'm and, not. Yeah, I'm know. not gonna make a scene and pick a fight with some kid with some like seven year old. <laughs> no. no. Uh, but yeah, if he does, if he comes out and puts on a five star match, I'll still clap for him at the end and then boo him when he comes win out me over. Ex- yeah, fig- figure <laughs> it out, punk. Yeah, that I mean, so yeah, like I said, basically one strike you're out. But I feel like it is a bit more of a clean slate here than it was on his, you know, second go in AEW. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how we'll see how it all works. We'll see how it all works. He, I, you know, if he wrestles less than he did in AEW, because there was a point there, it felt like he was wrestling once every couple of weeks. He was Mister Rampage there for a little bit too. So, um, yeah, you know, he had a quite active yeah. schedule, and WWE is more, you know, a, a larger talent pool. Maybe they can, you know, keep him less active. So who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Let's move on over to the very next night. Of course, we're talking a little bit of NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. NXT. Watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. I guess still a few weeks to go before the Ultimate Iron Man Challenge. Yeah. Deadline pay-per-view. Yeah. So last week, our episode, Full Gear, we kind of skipped over NXT. NXT, but there was one important thing that happened. Uh, Chase University lost the NXT tag mm. titles back to Tony D and Stax. Yeah. So very short reign. Very short reign. The shortest in this uh, 2.0 and post, you know, uh, kind of post, you know, COVID and further kind of era here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the whole storyline chased you. There's some controversy going on with Andre and. Reporters are hounding him. There's allegations going on. We'll address those. But uh, anyways, the fresh champs, Tony D. Stacks, they defend the belts against Humberto Carrillo, Angel Garza. Just a fun little match here. Uh, So the craziest part, one of the craziest things we've seen all week was when uh, Garza's in there. Carrillo distracts the ref. Garza kicks stacks in the balls, and then he hits a double underhook pile driver. Why straight up? This was a pile driver. We're getting a pile driver on NXT. Yeah, and this this was like the J Driller, the, the double underhook version. That's way more dangerous than a regular pile driver. Guy can't even put his arms out. This is crazy. So yeah, this. This, I mean, if this doesn't mean the pile driver's unbanned, then Angel Garza's in some big trouble because this was just and also I don't, crazy. I don't think of Angel Garza as being the guy to do that either. No, <laughs> you know? like he had to have gotten that approved. Like I'm gonna hit this move, but I mean, and I'm yeah, I want to see it. You know, the talent, the people are so talented these days; they can handle a pile driver. It's a cool move. Just you ask, let people do moonsaults off cages. You can let people do pile drivers. Yeah, like what's on? What's the, what's so unsafe about it? Yeah, like Canadian destroyers. People have been doing that for years. It's the same. It's, if anything, is more complicated doing a flip into a pile driver. So yeah, we've been seeing a lot of destroyers lately. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that was such a big move that should have ended the match, but somehow Stax kicks out, which you know, 
should have at least broken up the pin. It shouldn't have been a clean kick. Yeah, it feels back. like, you know, that's such a big move. Yeah. But anyways, when Stax kick out, he loses. He uses his arm at the same time to low blow Garza. Tags in Tony. They hit the bada bing, bada boom. Three count, so they retain. Bada bing, bada boom to retain. Uh, Garzo and uh, sorry, Garzo. <laughs> Garza. <laughs> hey, maybe that might not be a bad name. Team Garzo. Team Garzo. <laughs> Team Garzo. Uh, really, now in the past few weeks, also really noticing those tattoos. Yeah, the scratch marks. I remember the first night you thought they might have been paint. Well, I think it was on that No Mercy pay per view. I think with we'd we, yeah was the first time we, first we 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 are like we clued in. Like, huh? Yeah. I'm like, no, I remember seeing tattoos. The torn flesh thing was popular for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, that's that. Uh, we got some Iron Survivor qualifier matches to get to. Kalani Jordans takes on Kiana James in a fun little match. Uh, eventually, Kiana hits her 401k finisher, goes to follow up with another move, but then the bell just starts ringing and it's Roxanne Perez at ringside causing trouble. Uh, the match is not over, but this distracts Kiana. Allows Kalani to kick her in the head, hit the split-legged moonsault, get the win. So Kalani Jordan heads to deadline. Kalani Jordan going to deadline, my girl. Yeah. Um, and Nikita Lyons was in the crowd for the for That's this match. right, yeah. I think uh, she's almost ready to return from the injury. She was one of their top prospects. Yeah, I think I think she's I think she's had two separate like massive knee injuries. Yeah. Kind of like the Statlander thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's the same is it one and then the other? I'm not sure, but either way, start wearing those knee braces, folks. Guys, start wearing those knee braces, folks. Stone Cold could do it. It's good enough for anyone. Stone Cold did it since, uh, uh, like, he was like twenty-two, <laughs> and then he put on the knee braces. <laughs> yeah. So uh, either way, uh, yeah, nice to see Nikita Lyons back. Mm-hmm. Now we just need to get Sol Ruka in here. Sol Ruka, the MC- it was an ACL tear, correct? Yeah. All these, what's going on with these knees down in Florida? <laughs> it must be the precipitation. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, we go to a press conference. Andre Chase breaks his silence, uh, talks about the investigation. He could only say so much, but Chase U has been accused of gambling and misusing school funds. And uh, wow. unfortunately, it's all true. But Andre says he will pay back all the debts and refocus on training the future WWE superstars. But yeah. Can't say how much he owes, but he's working to pay it back and apologizes to all the Chase U faculty and students. This is uh, this is unheard of. I mean, it's not unheard of. You know, certainly we've heard of uh, misappropriating funds. Of course, this is a gosh. You know, a man like Andre Chase. He's normally such a stand noble. Doesn't want to cheat or fellow. I really hope that he's not uh, assuming blame for something that somebody else did. Well, you may remember Duke Hudson. His first gimmick was the whole poker player thing, so he's got a bit of a gambling streak inside him. Good point. Yeah, maybe some uh, of that money might have been was do you think some of that money was used for <laughs> Duke Hudson's I mean, gambling? If, if, if not, then that could be a storyline of how they get their money back. He goes on a poker run and or blackjack and just Gosh. starts winning. I don't know. Saves the university with his card playing. Gosh, I hope I not. Know. 
<laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, anyways, another Iron Survivor qualifier. Braun Breaker takes on Eddie Thorpe. Thorpe. Uh, yeah, Eddie puts up a decent fight, but his ribs are all taped up. Eventually, Braun hits a big spear. Braun gets the win, so earns his spot in the Iron Survivor match. Congratulations, Braun. Yeah, as he should. As he I mean, should. I think he's, he's still kind of one of the to- those top guys, even though uh, he hasn't been around the main event in a little while. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Eddie Thorpe is nowhere near the level of a Braun Breaker, so the right guy won. Yeah, take that, Thorpe. No offense, Eddie. <laughs> Take that, Thorpe, you son of a bitch. But, uh, yeah. Backstage, Trick and Carmelo agree that Lexus King was the one that attacked Trick, so Melo's going to get some revenge on him in a match later uh, or next week. But uh, up mm-hmm. next, Ilya Dragunov takes on Nathan Fraser in a nice hard-hitting match. Uh, yeah, great match, as Dragunov always does. Uh, he hits a big jackknife powerbomb and then he hits the h-bomb makes the cover but then stands up at the two count oh my god that was hard (laughs) as fuck that was the hardest fucking thing i've seen on nxt television yeah he is a bad motherfucker he stands up he hits a second h-bomb but he still doesn't pin him he does a third h-bomb that is more than enough man Uh, i think an h-bomb might actually be considered assault uh, the way <laughs> it's vicious, <laughs> it is. He lands like his whole body weight that, lands on that. You. Like that's the that's the that's the trick. It's like I'm gonna land my full body's weight on you while my forearm comes in direct <laughs> contact with your face. Uh, Maybe it's holy like... shit, man! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that is the trick. Maybe it's like a snowshoe where he disperses his weight. <laughs> Instead of just one point, a snowshoe coming down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it's like it's like snowshoe. <laughs> the yeah. way it dispersed. Lots of snow in Moscow. Yeah, that fucking move. Uh, yeah, you know that a, that, that that's yeah. that's gonna get not that's gonna be a uh, finisher of the year nomination. I think. Yeah, uh, I can't. I like I, that he wins. He wins with it. He wins with like, it. Like instead of the torpedo, torpedo Moscow, I like the H bomb better than the torpedo. He wins with it, which is very important. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gosh. Gosh. Yeah. Great stuff. Dominant win for Dragonov. Uh, great champion. Corbin appears after to cut a promo. He still wants his title shot, so we'll get there. We'll get there, Corbin. We haven't forgotten about <laughs> you, my guy. Yeah. Up next, Carmen Petrovich takes on Miss NXT Ariana Grace, who I'm still loving her whole beauty pageant gimmick thing. And mm-hmm. uh, mid-match, Joe Gacy comes sliding out from under the ring, grabs the ring bell, and then just runs off. So what's with the people fucking with the ring bell tonight? Yeah, as if like do, I, I I I've never thought before. Do we need the bell to ring for the match to be over? <laughs> Like if the ref goes, I mean, if the know, ref goes one, two, three, points at the bell, and the bell doesn't ring, does that mean the match keeps going? <laughs> I think officially you could still call the match, but it's like, 
You know, it's like the buzzer in hockey, the horn, the end of the period. Of course, I've just Signal never thought about the bell as being so but essential. But I don't think if the horn malfunction, the... the period's still over, you know. So <laughs> yeah, think... imagine leave score, like the lights don't go off, and like some <laughs> yeah, guy's like, just well, trying to press... Keep playing, boys. Keep playing, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think it's more just an aesthetic than an actual rule. Of course, like yeah, of course. But to start the match, I don't think the match can officially start until you ring the bell. Oh, good point. Yeah. Hmm. It's like blowing the whistle, dropping the puck. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, a good point. There's there's an order of operations. Yeah. But anyways, all this commotion. Uh, yeah, bunch of bullshit. Carmen. I'm liking this Carmen. She's got some big wicked kicks. She actually gets the crowd chanting her name at one point. Uh, but then Ariana pokes her in the eyes. Ref didn't see it. Ariana hits a big slam, gets the pinfall win. But like you said, no bell to ring until Gacy appears in the crowd. He starts ringing the bell. This guy's just losing it. The the, the fucking schism is all yeah, schi- just him yeah, now. Yeah, he was wearing a plaid shirt. This guy was so not schism. Yeah. Like even Ava Rain's not in it anymore. She's just on her own. Oh, she, yeah, she's doing just doing thing. her own thing, eh? Yeah, but whatever. No loss for me. Uh, Brooks Jensen takes on Lexus King. Rare singles match for Jensen here. Uh, yeah, he's doing well, but then Carmelo comes running out. Gets a He wants to get a piece of Lexus King, but Briggs holds him back. Doesn't want to get his buddy DQ'd, uh, but the commotion allows King to hit his finisher. The coronation gets the win. Yeah, a little quick one for him. Yeah. Yeah. Is the pay-per-view, uh, when is that deadline pay-per-view? It, 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 it can't 10th, be this weekend. The, the weekend no, following. next weekend. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, cool, cool, cool. We got some time. Lexus King. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll be on that card. Uh, but let's go to the main event. We got a fatal four-way. Wesley taking on Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, Johnny Gargano. So three NXT alumni here, three former North American champions. I guess all of them are North American, former North American champions. Hmm, but, good point. Uh, yeah, the whole step is Wesley has to beat them to earn himself a North American title shot. And if he loses the match, he can never challenge for that title again. So, Yeah. Just a fun match. The crowd loves everyone. Lots of Johnny wrestling chants and some to the moons for our boy Grimy and Yeehaw. Uh yeah. Some uh yeah, just some some fun spots here. Uh Bronson Reed shows his strength. He's got two guys on his shoulders, and then the third one jumps on top. He slams all three at the same time. So that got a big holy shit chant. Uh yeah, this match was just super hot. This is, I counted three separate holy shit chants throughout the match. Really? From well, this, these are four yeah. four incredible performers. <laughs> so, yeah, crowd was loving it. They're on their feet. Uh, yeah, Bronson catches Lee. He, like, they're on the turnbuckle. He lifts him up above his head and just tosses him in the air for a super military press. And then he looks to hit the tsunami, but that's when Ivar comes running out, attacks Bronson, which is all legal here in a fatal four-way. So Bronson's taken out back in the ring. Grimes hits the cave-in on Johnny, but then uh, Wesley comes flying in with the cardiac kick, gets the win. So Wesley earns himself that North American title shot. Baby, taking on Dirty Dommy. Dirty Dommy. 
next or two weekends from now. Yeah. See if he can become a two-time or is it three-time? Well, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, Dominic Mysterio, he's seemingly undefeated here on NXT. So uh, if you want to have a chance to beat Dom, you got to go to the main roster. He did lose it and win it right back. That's a good point. I guess he did lose it. Yeah, good point. I mean, it almost felt like he didn't. It was was so quick. Yeah. Yeah, Poor trick. But that was NXT. Yeah, that was the entirety of NXT. Still have a go-home show before that big show. Uh, so let's move ourselves over to the real big show, and I'm not talking Paul White. I am talking. <laughs> I'm, I am talking his uh, his place of work, though. Of course, I'm talking about AEW Dynamite. AEW, all elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. There was uh, even before. I, Mike, I have to say, even before. Um, uh, even before the show, a, uh, a a seemingly not so cryptic tweet emerged from MJF. I believe this was on uh, Tuesday, actually. Even before the show had even started, uh, claiming that he tore his labrum. Ah. Yeah. Is that yeah. in the shoulder? Yeah, that apparently that's the uh, muscle in the shoulder. Um, that spot that he took uh, outside the ring. To Jay White. That elbow drop? That elbow drop, of course. It was a tweet that was yeah, uh, very quick. Was... It was a tweet that was very quickly deleted, but of course, uh, keen observers online were able to find out uh, huh? that. Yeah, a little bit of weird <laughs> news. Uh, a, a little bit of weird news coming into. Uh, coming into this week's edition of Dynamite, but none to worry because we do have this Continental Classic um, on yeah. their very way. The Gold League, John Moxley, <laughs> Jay Lethal. So the winner of the match gets three points. That's what I've figured out. Yeah. We started this tournament last week. You got the Gold League and the Blue League, the two winners facing the finals. And, uh, yeah, three points for a win, one point for a draw, no points for a loss, so... That's all well and good. Uh, so, yeah, Moxley lethal. Fun little match. Lethal goes for lethal injection. Moxley collapses. Lethal goes to pick him up, but it was a bait and switch. Mox hits the paradigm shift. And then a massive King Kong lariat. And then a spike pile driver makes the cover, but lethal kicks out, which I couldn't believe. But uh, Moxley just puts him right back into the sleeper, forces lethal to tap out. So Mox wins and earns himself another three points in the group. Three points! So I think he has six points now, I think is what I've gathered. Yeah. Two and oh at the moment. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, so we heard <laughs> so the uh the, the the winner of this becomes the triple crown champion. Yeah. Because Eddie <laughs> Kingston, he's putting up his Ring of Honor title and his new Japan title. And there's also a third new Continental Classic championship which we don't really know if it's going to be a full-time belt if it's just the owen hart belt i feel like it, it yeah i feel like it's more of a win at once kind of thing yeah but either way the winner's going to be holding three belts well, so that's too many on the line take that kenny omega <laughs> take that kenny omega yeah i mean kenny had four kenny had four yeah good point yeah so take that continental classic <laughs> uh but let's continue this tournament we got another match I think this was in the Blue League. Uh, Jay Briscoe taking on Roosh. Uh, yeah, just a good stiff match, chopping the shit out of each other. Uh, 
uh, Roosh goes for the bullhorns. Briscoe counters with the big spear. Uh, and then a bit later, Briscoe hits the froggy bow, but Roosh kicks out. And then finally, Roosh is able to hit the bullhorns, kicking Briscoe's head in. And that gets the pin, so Roosh wins, gets himself three points. Three points on the board for Roosh-y boy, making Mark Briscoe winless. Unfortunately, I I wonder if he uh I don't know I feel like he might never get a win, huh? I think they gotta throw him at least one win. You think so? I think so. He can beat everybody. Uh, everybody gets I one. I forget who's in whose group. <laughs> not necessarily. I feel like Jay Lethal might not get a win. <laughs> you think so? We'll see. Uh, yeah, good point. I don't know. He feels. We'll see. He they feels might feel like throwing a bone. Yeah, he feels like that kind of guy. Yeah, but anyways, MJF, Mister Torn Labron comes out. Uh, but not just the shoulder. Remember that hip, that leg yep. from Full Gear? So he's limping. He's got a cane. Uh, talks about his upcoming title defense against Samoa Joe. He respects Joe. Joe paved the road for guys like MJF. and uh, Talks about how he was in WWE. He wasn't respected enough to become a world champion. Things like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. yeah. He's like all the years in this business. Yeah. But MJF wants to create his own legacy. He doesn't care about his injuries. He's going to, you know, he's got the fight in him. Uh, and then the lights shut out. The mysterious group all dressed in black. They swarm MJF. They attack him. But the devil is not out there with them. But uh, Samoa Joe runs out, makes a save. So all the little minions run off. The screen goes black. And then words appear just saying... Uh, if MJF and Joe will team up to face the unknown in a tag match. So MJF says, you're on, and he promises to unmask people. <laughs> he's going to start unmasking, folks. He's going to start grabbing people by the shoulders and ripping off the masks, and he doesn't care if it's a devil mask or a crude, uh, like a Nixon mask. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, 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 like a JFK mask, like you're robbing a bank. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we might see our first official action with these mysterious folks. With these devil folks. Um, gosh, you know, yeah. who knew that when the devil premiered, we'd see so much of this mask in general. But this mask has become a, a staple here on AEW from all the times MJF wore it to now. Still don't know. Yeah. who. I can tell you the devil's not CM Punk, and that's really the only person I know who it's not. <laughs> yeah, that's a safe bet. Uh I wonder if they sell these things on AEW shop. I'm sure they'd be a good, good seller. These devil masks. Oh yeah, well the I'm sure if those fiend masks sold out, these would have sold yeah. out also. Uh, so up next we had Wardlow take on Ar Fox and Wardlow looking very strange with his bangs all yeah a weird up. haircut yeah yeah, which makes me think maybe you know he was wearing one of those black masks and then you know taking it off. No, he's we would have noticed. He's he's a big motherfucker. Uh, we would have. Who knows how many of these minions there are? I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah. How deep? Anyways, either way, the hair MJ, was fucking MJF weird. has a lot of haters. Yeah, the hair looked really weird. That's all I know. I hope it wasn't in purpose for his sake. Yeah. <laughs> because these bangs were just not working for me. <laughs> not working anyways, for you. Yeah. Same old story, though. Wardlow just dominates. A couple power bombs, Swanton bomb, and then a big Undertaker-style last ride power bomb. And doesn't even make the pin. They ring the bell. Ref stoppage. You know, when someone lands in their head and gets concussed, the ref won't stop the match, but for a power bomb, he'll do it. 
Well, for uh, for a Wardlow power bomb, for a, a kayfabe, yeah. Stop <laughs> for a kayfabe power bomb, yeah. Or I mean, kayfabe injury. Yeah, when you're really injured. Keep going. Of course. Anyways, speaking of injuries, hope you're not squeamish, because they showed the replay of Dante they fucking Martin showed his foot. it. <laughs> I had already seen it, but did you did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, because I watched it after you, but you had told me about it. I do recall you had told me about it. Yeah, uh, it seemed like you didn't want to see it. But for the sake of for the sake of the the record books. Yeah, historical significance. Historical significance. I looked at it, but you know, you know when you're just like not expecting to see something. It's like going yeah. for a glass of water <laughs> and you get milk. It's like it's not bad, but you were like, I yeah. was not expecting that right now. It's like those pop up scares, you know, the cheap scares. Yes. Things, in, but yeah, they showed the full replay. The the foot completely turned around. One of the most graphic foot injuries I've ever seen. Wow. Uh, yeah, this thing spun like 340 degrees around. <laughs> but that's almost a full there's a reason they're showing. <laughs> yeah, not quite. Then that thing would just pop off like a bottle cap. <laughs> but uh, anyways, there's a reason they're putting us through this gruesome stuff because believe it or not, he's back. Dante Martin is in action. Uh, he teams up with his brother Darius and Action Andretti to take on the Hardys and Brother Zay. So nice reunion here for Top Flight. They were looking good. Uh, Dante showing no signs of slowing down. He was he was flying. He was flipping, bouncing all over the place. We even got a top flight. Whoop, whoop. We got that chant going on. Yeah, when was the last time we saw him? Was it last summer? Well, that Ring of Honor thing was probably like eight months ago, nine months wow. ago. Wow, okay. Yeah. I mean, gruesome injury. So. Yeah. But, yeah, he's back. Uh, him and Andretti go on a roll, big combo. Dante hits his finishing move, makes the cover, gets a three count. So, nice win for him in his return. Yeah, great to see. Of course, he was going to have to be there. And I'd see him there with Darius Martin, too. It, uh, it, it must suck, you know, uh, between the two of them as a tag group. You know, Dante was the the leader of the group. Uh, it sucks when that guy gets injured. we nice to see uh, these yeah. two guys as well, a had tag bad luck. Team. Yeah, yeah, because Darius like, I was Darius hurt. Darius was injured for a while, and then he came back. And yeah, Dante was gone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they've had some rough luck, but hopefully that'll <laughs> that'll come to a halt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, because it's always nice to see a new tag team come up, especially one, uh, you know, brothers. Yeah, you know, they can get rolling. They can kind of be like the next acclaimed. Young tag team get over exactly Go yeah Lo locally grown yeah exactly. Uh, speaking of locally grown, we got the youngest champ in AEW history, Julia Hart, defending the TBS title against Emmy Sakura. And this is a house rules match, so Sakura has picked no submissions allowed. So that's that stip. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, crowd's super hot for Julia. They're chanting her name. Well, and it. in a way, this was was this was in a way her her championship uh, kind of celebration. Yeah, her first defense Appe first appearance, appearance with it. Exactly. Sure. Yeah, you know. So the presentation was spot on as it always is. Uh, all the good stuff was there. Yeah, 
she's looking good. And Sakura, you know, she's kind of becoming this. Uh, she's getting a lot more TV timely recently, putting mm-hmm. on some good matches. Kind of like the workhorse of the division kind of thing. Yep. Uh, every division needs Natalia. Yeah. So uh, Sakura goes for a moonsault. Julia avoids it, puts her in the heartless submission. Sakura taps out. But remember, there's no submissions in this match, so it means nothing. Uh, So, yeah, Julia just lets go, hits her with a big lariat to the back of the head, and then hits her beautiful moonsaults off the top rope. And that scores the pin. Julia retains. Yeah, Julia retains. Uh, It's going to be great to see her come through the women's division. Would love to see the rest of, uh, you know, the House of Black accompanying her more. Also, you know, supporting... Supporting her the way that she supports them. Yeah, I mean, she's using the house rules for this match. So, come on, folks. Show her some love. Yeah, show her some love. Yeah, I mean, she's been the most focused member of the group. I feel like we barely even see Malachi Black recently. And he's supposed to be the leader. He's supposed to be the leader. Maybe that's why he gets to sit at home. (laughs) Well, yeah, Julia really is having kind of like a Rhea Ripley Judgment Day kind of rise kind of taking over the group a little bit yep while still treating everyone equally yes while still being her own performer yeah so love it mm-hmm. breakout star of the year nominee right there i'll wow. say it wow she's nominated wow or most improved one or the other just like cody oh, announced just oh, like shoot. cody announces for the rumble julia hart has announced her <laughs> nomination An official nomination <laughs> wow yes. wow you love to see it she's on the ballot on the ballot. <laughs> uh, Christian Cage comes out. He's got a full team of security. Calls out Adam Copeland for a chat. Copeland comes out, but then Christian sends the security away. Starts getting sentimental, talking about their history, all the success they've had together. And, you know, there have been lifelong friends. Cole's, Copeland was raised as Cage's brother. So let's do it one more time. Let's do it. So Copeland kind of contemplates. Uh, he's thinking about it. And then Christian takes a swing at him with the TNT title. But Copeland counters with a kick to the balls. Then he picks up the TNT belt, says, next week, this title's coming home with me. And then Lee's, leans down and says, oh, yeah, go fuck yourself. Uncensored F-bomb. An uncensored, they're, they're, yeah, an uncensored F-bomb. Go, f- oh, yeah. yeah, one more thing. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I can't believe this is happening too soon. This is too good to be true, right? Well, the the big reason for it happening next week is because that's the first AEW show in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Oh, wow. That's going to be a pumped-up show. Um, presumably, that has to be at the Bell Center. Yeah, I would assume so. They're big enough. God, when's Dynamite coming back? When's Dynamite coming back to us? <laughs> um, I'm sure we'll get probably in the next six months. Maybe a summer show again. Yeah, but we had last, so we had October and then June. Yeah, we're they're skipping us this winter. It looks like, at least Toronto. Uh, yeah, I don't know, spring Get or summer. An episode of Dynamite in the spring. Yeah, that'd be a that'd be fun. And then maybe we get held in the cell in the summer, or maybe we get another Summer Slam. <laughs> yeah, we're due for a WWE pay per view. It's been four yeah, years. Yeah, it's been. so yeah big match next week but let's go to the main event you got jay white taking on swerve strickland in a continental classic match uh swerve we called it 
new merch, the bloody face on his shirt, just like Dr. Britt Baker. Just like the Dr. Britt Baker shirt. We called it. Yeah. Thank uh, you. And Swerve, man. I mean, I said after that match, he was a made man. In the last two weeks, the crowd response has been noticeably louder. The whole arena's doing the who's house, Swerve house. Wow. Um, and he, I, I want to say uh, Prince Nana in the fucking, he, he had a crutch and he was still doing the dancing. <laughs> yeah, he's it was still doing his little dance. Yeah. One-legged. Yeah. Yeah. Prince Nana done a great job getting himself. I'm saying it right now. Nominated for manager of the year. Wow. And that's the second nomination. Nominated. Second nomination of the night. <laughs> yeah, we're throwing them out now, folks. Wow. We got four weeks left. Yeah, it's, on the it, ballot. it's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. But uh yeah, this match was great. Um uh, you know, Swerve does the big spot where he steps on your arm and just stomps it, snaps it back violently. Crowd chance, you sick fuck. Uh, we almost get a ref bump. White goes for a low blow, but Swerve catches his foot, slams him down, hits him with the Swerve stomp, but White kicks out. Crowd can't believe it, so Swerve goes for the JML driver, but White counters with the Blade Runner. Swerve rolls out to the floor to avoid being pinned. Um, and then back in the ring, White hits a sleeper suplex, slams Swerve's on his head, and then he goes for another Blade Runner, but Swerve counters with a roll-up. Gets a three count. Swerve Strickland earns himself three points. Just barely avoiding a time limit draw here. Wow, three so, more points. Yeah, he, so he's he, got six now as well. Yeah, he feels like the kind of guy who needs to win a... See, that's the thing. I'm surprised that you would think that uh, a, the Continental Classic, the winner maybe gets a world title uh, shot. Not a whole separate thing, because you know, is should Swerve be the Ring of Honor and New Japan uh, uh, pro guy? Maybe no, but should Swerve be? Should Swerve does Swerve deserve a championship opportunity? Hell yeah! That's a very good point. It's almost like the Ring of Honor title isn't good enough for Swerve at this point. He should be focusing on the big one. He should be focusing on, um, well, exactly, right? You know, and riding this wave and, you know, with MJF and Adam Cole injuries, what the heck do we do? Because that's the obvious money, but there's people who are ready for it, and we can't keep waiting. Yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We've still mm -hmm. got lots of matches left in this tournament. A month's worth. Yeah. We'll end it. World's End. So. And at World's yeah. End, the last day of the year, folks. So button up. Second last. Second last day of the year. <laughs> they don't want to do it on New Year's Eve. Yeah, that'd be too. Oh, good point. Good point. That'd be too much. I mean, they could, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. it's been done. Yeah. But Anyways. that that is all the time that we have for the wrestling action in the, uh, in the ring. Of course, we have time for one more thing, and that is the Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week. I guess we'll hop over um gosh gotta go to that war games match is it gonna be eo sky is it gonna be charlotte flair gosh i don't know <laughs> there are the two my, my two favorite spots of the night 
And uh, yeah. maybe just because I think because the garbage can was involved, EO Sky, my wrestler of the week. Um, I mean, yeah, like you said, the same same spot we've seen before, but she did Still it again. Just as impressive. Just as impressive. Yeah. And in front of a bigger crowd, you know, more Good nerves. Good point. Yeah, more nerves, maybe. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad you went with EO because so did I, so we can keep our streak alive. Wow consecutive uh unanimous how many is this now four four, four weeks now in a row yeah that's a good chunk right there folks wow but, wow uh, so like yeah said, we're we're one away from the uh from the from tying so records are being okay. set here as we've hit 250 and as we roll towards the end of the year the shooting nominations are going to come flying in i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh yeah congratulations eo mrs war games hope to wow. see her in the match again next year yeah yeah you gotta you got, a, you got a streak an, she has an official keep... nickname official for nickname me. yeah from from <laughs> all of us here we're gonna be promoting it thank you for listening to the podcast everyone you, of course you can rate review life subscribe shows everywhere we'll be back next week with all of your iron man survivor challenge preview action We'll yep. re we will recap the rules with you. There will be a little <laughs> test. There will be a quick quiz about yeah. uh, the rules. So be sure to listen up. Be sure to study, and all of uh, all of the action that comes with it. Alrighty, we'll uh, see you next week. Two.